Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One. Hi there, my name is Susie Schuster. And I'm Rich Eisen. We're teaming up once again in the studio with our new podcast, Not Just Sports, with Susie Schuster and Rich Eisen on Podcast One Sports. In case you're wondering what this show's about, sometimes we're not just sports. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? And that we actually like being in each other's we company. We do. Enough to work together and I think have so. three kids. That's why we haven't spent enough time together that we're sitting here at Podcast One. So we're sportscasters and we're parents, so we'll talk sports and maybe parental guidance will be suggested every now and then. I would hope so, because this is not an X-rated podcast. No, this that's correct. This is a family-friendly podcast. It is exactly that. So we're just going to be hanging out, talking sports and other stuff. And I will try to educate you on all things in the NFL, because Thank of you. course, behind Every great man is a greater woman. That's correct. Join us every Wednesday exclusively on Podcast One. Subscribe today if you know is good for you on Apple Podcasts or at podcastone.com or download it on the new Podcast One app. Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on. No choice but to get on mandate. Get it on. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling a friend. Welcome to another CarCast. I'm Adam Corral. It's Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea over Hello. there. What's going on, man? I was busy a few days. Busy yeah. Busy a few days. You, we, uh, I've been traveling yeah. uh, last week. You were at all the galas representing. Peterson Museum. The Newman Watch was in town. Describe uh, the event where the Newman Watch was in town. The Newman Watch is the Rolex. He yeah. wore it from... Sixty-eight to eighty-four, two, four, three. Let's say fourteen years. I think it was, yeah, sixty-eight, eighty-two, maybe something like that. Yeah, um, it's a Rolex Daytona. His wife jo- Joanne Woodward got him the um, got him the watch. He's seen in it. it. Says "Drive carefully, me," which is engraved by her. He gave it away to like Nell Newman's boyfriend, like as his daughter's college boyfriend. Yeah ostensibly i've read the article it doesn't really say why but it's it seems like he had spent like the summer rebuilding the boathouse or something or helping paul build something on his property and then at the end the article just sort of says he was there and then he asked him what time it was and he said i don't have a watch and he said now you do but it feels like payment yeah for and then the quote the the famous quote in the article says newman hands on the watch and goes here you go. You can have mine. If you wind it, it it, it keeps pretty good time. If you keep it wound, it, right. it, it keeps pretty good time. <laughs> so that watch is now coming up for sale in New York. Yes. And uh, that's October twenty second. October twenty sixth. Sorry, it's twenty sixth. I'm sorry, twenty sixth. And it's philipwatches.com, and, and I'm told they're going to live stream the auction. Right. And uh, the 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 car, the Porsche nine thirty five. Should be there if they can get it into the building. Yeah, on display with the watch. <laughs> it's in New York. It's in New York. They can't get it in the building, right? So you <laughs> as guys, of, as of sixty seconds ago, <laughs> you're getting a text, so you guys can go check that out. Yeah. Um, and the watch, they really don't know what the price is going to be, but we, let's t- take us through the party. Okay, so. The watch went on tour. I think it went to Geneva, and then it came to L.A., and then it goes to Miami. Mm-hmm. And it was it was a weird thing because they're like, here's here's the address on Wilshire, like a couple doors down from the Peterson Museum. And I looked it up, and on like Google Maps, and it was just like an office building with like a dental office. And there, I was like, are you sure this is it? It was originally going to be another gallery of some sort, an mm-hmm. art gallery or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, it wasn't. But what there was was like. A vacant office on the ground level mm-hmm. of this office building, and they brought in, uh, you know, a, a bar, and they brought in paintings and sculptures and the watches. It was like two rooms. It was it was kind of small, um, uh, you know, a little bigger than the studio here, and uh, and they had the watches just in a watch case, and then some art and stuff on the walls, and you know, the watches I get and some of the paintings I get, but there was a sculpture it was like a burlap sack hanging on the wall and it said six hundred to nine hundred thousand dollar estimate and I, and I and i wasn't supposed to touch it but i touched it i was like it's just a bag it's just a it looked like an ikea bag hanging on the wall and um i think it's you know like you have to earn your way up to it like you got to be an artist that earns your way up to getting that kind of money but uh i uh, look uh, 
here's how I judge <laughs> everything worthwhile. If I can do it, it's yeah. worthless. That's that's the way I look at all art. If I could do it, it has to have no value. My Corolla, that's my Corolla upbringing. Yeah, which is I just parents especially instilled that you're nothing, nobody cares. Th- this wasn't and so a if, sculpture made to look like a bag. This is that, a bag my, hanging on a hook. <laughs> this is m- my whole point. So when I see the you know Dutch masters who paint the hand that's holding the apple and you can see the muscles and the bone structure and everything. And if you ever go to one of those museums where they have those Dutch masters paintings on there, Rembrandt guys like that, you look at their paintings, you go, that's a photograph. Yeah. This guy did this thing in 1479 (laughs) and it looks like a photograph of somebody's hand. Right. And then you look at it and you go, I could never do that. And then you see the you go to Ed Moses's um, you go to Ed Moses's the famous sort of modern artist in Venice Beach and he has nine foot by nine foot canvases with just one big orb on it yeah. just one big circle like a, like a stripe and or you a go ball. <laughs> I could do that if I was high enough but I don't yeah. know why I would want to waste my time drawing a circle when there's talented artists and then you spend time trying to convince me. That he could do what those Dutch masters could do, or that he could, but he chooses not to. Right. And you can make the same argument for Yoko Ono. (laughs) Oh, she's a musician, but she can't. Uh, Everyone wants to kill me when I mention the Beastie Boys, but it's always like, hey, if, if you could do what Ben Folds can do, then you would do that. But you can't. And I know you can't do that, but listen. So you do. I'm going to include P. Diddy. You wouldn't talk through a robot and point at the ceiling the whole time. You'd get behind a piano and you'd blow us away. I know you can't do that, so you do this. Yeah. And that's the way I feel about I, modern art. And like I walked around and I talked to some of the people from the auction. And I was like, "What? What's the deal here? Like, if you want, if you, the money in art is." When you're dead, right? Like, you die and then your stuff gets really valuable. She's like, pretty much that's what it is. Like, you never make money as as an artist. And then when you're gone, somebody else makes money. Yeah, but... Like, somebody paid five grand for your bag hanging on the wall, and now they're selling it for $900,000. I was... <laughs> you know? uh, when I tell you, when I was looking at that Frank Stella art car, he's still alive, or was alive, yeah. and I think still is alive, and he made little miniature paintings of I don't know what, and those things were like three million bucks. Yeah, well, they're good for alive. him. I, there's always some good ones out there, I guess. But man, these things were pretty crazy. But there was some great art that they Why had there. Ed Moses is still alive and show me some of his amazing yeah. works Can of art. Can you get him on the phone? <laughs> <laughs> that I, I really feel like any of us could do it anytime we'd like. But okay. So um, the, and the watch was just like in a watch looking case. at Ed Moses' stuff? Now, it's going, it's going it's on. a lot of colors and textures, yeah. if anything, but... Now, there's a couple where there's people in the shot. If he drew those people, I'm I'm impressed. But those are just people being bored by his art yeah. that I'm not excited <laughs> by. We're too we're too far away. But look, he's alive in '91. I get it. Yeah. I'm, I'm unsophisticated, but I also could do this. <clears throat> but I can't do what Rembrandt did, right? And I I suspect, I just suspect. Nay, I know. That if everyone can do <clears throat> what Ben Folds can do, then Yoko would stop yodeling, and the Beastie <laughs> Boys would have never learned to rap. But that's just me. No one else likes those thoughts. Now, yeah, you were going to buy a bag for $650,000. Yeah. Was it like an Ikea bag, or what was it? Was it was like a burlap <laughs> sack. It was like a tan sack, like woven thing. And I was standing there with a friend. He's like, touch it. See if it's like... Like, Can I ask this? Like a sculpture or something. Is it, was this, like, it was just a bag. You know yeah. when you see like Floyd Mayweather and he lights a cigar with a $100 bill <laughs> and you go, why is he doing that? It's like, that's how rich he is? Yeah. Maybe this is the white man's version of that. Yeah. I just spent 700 grand on a burlap sack. Yeah. But it, if you open a window and it's windy out, did you did you just mess up that piece? Uh, I, Does it have to hang the right way? I don't know. And then the How other do you transport. It? Wait a minute. I found a way to save money. <laughs> All right. I hear something to make you whole again. You spend, let's just say the hammer drops at 725. Yeah. 
Then you got another, you know, ten percent fee, maybe seventy two grand or something <laughs> for tacked onto that. Yeah. Okay. So you're all in at almost eight. eight let's say yeah. eight eight hundred k. All right. This roundup called eight hundred k. If you go to either the Sprouts or the Trader Joe's in my neighborhood, yeah. when you go shopping and you didn't bring a bag with you, they're going to charge you like three cents a bag. Yeah. And when you check out, they'll go like, would you like a bag? Would you like to purchase a bag? And it's like, I don't know, three cents or six cents or five cents, whatever it is, right? If you shop enough and you use that bag every time. Now, I'm not a mathematician. You might have to shop a dozen times, maybe more. Maybe it's into the hundreds of thousands. But eventually, that bag would pay for itself if you put down the 800, came to my neighborhood, moved in, and just shopped. Yeah. Exclusively the Trader Joe's and the Sprouts. Yeah. You have to really like Sprouts to, yeah. to, to go. Yeah. All right. And, and by the way, this bag didn't look used. It looked fairly new. <laughs> Did you take a picture of the bag? I know. I didn't take pictures. You need to take a picture of the bag. <laughs> you took a picture of the watch. Photo, though, yeah. I, I, I'm sure it's... A, I don't think I did. I was just... I took pictures of the watch. I was on a mission. I was like, I went in. I was like, get pictures of the watch. Get a badass catalog, and then drink some wine and get out of there. All right, and so you went all, in. All of those things happened. And people were taking the Newman watch out of the case and trying it on? No, that was sort of like by appointment only. Oh, okay. So it was on display, but um, I didn't put the watch on, but it was actually offered to me the, uh, to put the watch on. What was the estimate for the watch? And explain, there, was, there was no the estimates, estimates on the watches. Explain the difference between... You told me, I believe, on the phone, but the difference between the automotive world yeah. uh, estimates and the sort of the watch world. The, wa- the watch world was interesting because the art on the walls, the bag, the diamonds, the sculptures, they all had like the little, you know, the little paper plaque next to them with the description and the name. And this is like back, you know, bag on wall was whatever, the, <laughs> whatever the name was, you know, and it had the estimate. The mm-hmm. watches did not. Mm. And... And then I, I asked our, our girl, Manon, over there, this nice French lady, mm-hmm. and, and I said, what's, what's the deal on the watches? How did you have your press release and say it's a million dollars? And then articles came out after a while when it was getting hype, and the articles are saying five million, and mm-hmm. now it could be 10 million. Mm-hmm. And she said, with the watches, it's kind of a weird thing where they don't... And maybe just for the high-end ones, well, obviously we haven't been to watch auctions in the past, so I don't know what it's like live, but right. but she said, with this one, we didn't want to give it a number. Mm-hmm. You know, like we said, a million in the press release to get some attention to it, because it'll easily do that, but they didn't want to put a cap on it. They didn't want to do an estimate where, like, it's five to ten. Okay. Now, we do know the world record was 11.1 million last November. It was 11 million... With the fee. So 11.1. Yeah, 11.1. Yeah. Or two or one. 11.1. I don't know why I think it's one, two for some reason, but could be 11.2 or 11.1. Yeah. I, I think the, the hammer was 11 million is what she told me. She's the what? Like, the hammer price. The was hammer 11. was 11 yeah. for the. And then well, there was an article that said it was. Well, that's another 1.1 million then onto that, yeah. right? So the 12.1 or 12 something. Yeah. Or? I don't. Maybe, maybe it was a 10 million hammer, but. I think that I think the but it was, record- a, it, was a, it was a Patek Philippe watch was last November was at Philips watches and maybe that was it maybe it was a ten million hammer because uh, I kept saying it was eleven one she said eleven and then and she goes oh it's sold for eleven I was like is that the hammer and then I got sold for um, eleven one thirty six okay that must be all in yeah that's, yeah, all, that's in. all in all right yeah. Now, so, yeah, because when you get to the odd numbers, so just in case you guys are uh, looking out there, <laughs> if you're, you're looking for a new watch, something reliable, something yeah. practical. <laughs> no, but no, what I'm saying is, is if you're, I was going to shift gears here. If you go to the car world and you're looking for an estimate on a car in an auction and it says uh, 241000 to $309,000, that just means it's a translation from pounds or Mar- Deutschmarks yeah. or something. Yeah. When you get Euro, something, odd, something yeah, it's, it's weird. the 0 to 62. Yes. Yeah, the, how fast can the car go 0 to 62? And you go, what, what's the, why 0 to 62? And that's 100 kilometers. Right. So 
in the estimate book, it says a hundred. 200,000 to 250 Deutschmarks or something. And then, then you get the number, the weird translation. So when you yeah. get the weird translation, such as 1.136, or sorry, 11136, that means that's the final hammer. That's right. I took pictures of the watch, and then I tweeted it out, and Mark Aragos hit me up, and, and uh, he did a tweet. He's like, looks great. How much? I said, probably between 5 and 10 million. Nothing. No response. <laughs> <laughs> so guess he's out. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's venture a guess. We got uh, car questions, too. We'll yeah. tell you about uh, what's coming up. First, I'll tell you about Bluehost, top-rated website provider, powering 2 million-plus websites, best tool to build, host, and manage your personal or small business website. Well, why would you go anywhere else? Um, freedom to design your site your way fully customizable templates, and third-party app support. Simple enough for beginners, but powerful enough for advanced users, dudes like me, guys who really know their way around a computer. Yeah. True reliability, 99.9% uptime, guaranteed, and auto-updates, maximum security malware monitoring and protection, and automatic secure WordPress installs, plus 24-7 tech support. And let's save some money. How about 50% when you sign up at bluehost.com slash carcast? You guys are good listeners. You're uh, faithful listeners. We provide you with great content, and it's all free. And all we ask is that you use our use our sponsors, especially good ones like bluehost.com slash carcast, and save up to 50%. Yeah. All right. Thank so you. you got uh, guesstimate. Okay. So obviously I'm I'm – I'm optimistic. I'd like to see the watch go. I don't think it breaks the world record because the Patek watches are very special. Versus... They, they are the pinnacle of watches right now. Right. So but people know Rolex. They do. But, it, but, but, but you know, in a weird way... Oh, boy. Let's see. Let's try to figure this one out. Would Rolex sort of be... Um, like a um let's say let's say um Rolex is like a Mercedes and um Petit Philippe is that what yeah. it is is like the um oh, what's the Mercedes uh Rolls-Royce called there it's a stupid car the uh, the Maybach the Maybach yeah. yeah is that like the Maybach is that in in sort of the ranking yes but not in value cuz the Maybach is shit but, yeah, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. But, but you'd you'd pay a lot more for a Maybach new, new, yeah, than you would for a new Mercedes. But everyone knows Mercedes's name, yeah, and its quality. And you're like, you can't right. go wrong with it, right? Like, you but you're saying I don't think it. the Mercedes is going to beat the Maybach, like right for for the for the record. They're both stainless steel, and uh, we know from flying privately with Leno that he's not a big fan. Of, he's, he's not a big no. Rolexes. Also, he's Rolexes. like everybody's got one of those. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one has no, one. No, we no. don't has one. No, well, Mike it? August has one. Mike, Does he? Mike proudly has his uh, yeah. stainless steel Rolex like, he likes Ro- to wear around. Rolex is is an easy way to go because you're always going to make money off of it. It's In that sense, it's a little bit like buying a new Ferrari. Like you're always going to do okay on that car unless yeah. you you know unless you buy a Ferrari and you put 200,000 miles on it in the first year. But, right. Uh, but it, I don't think this Rolex would break the record. Mm-hmm. Um and it, but it is attracting more press and more customers than the typical watch buyers, okay. especially in this price range. Final I'm going to say number. ten million, just ten straight up, ten straight up. Okay, I'm going to say eight seven because it seems like I thought about it. Yeah, that's, Max that's Sonny's thing. Sonny's like close but without going over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I w- I'm thinking of prices writing you and going 10.1, Matt. But, <laughs> okay. Uh, no, yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll go 10.5. Right, are we talking with little, or without the fee? Cushion. Are we talking all hammer in or final all hammer? In. Yeah. yeah, 10 million. Yeah, That's I'm optimistic. All right, I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to think it's so. All right, do you have uh, questions up there? Calls anything of that nature? Yeah. Well, I have a question for you, Adam. You tweeted uh, something about your tire pressure gauge always coming on. And uh, you you put it out there. Listen, I just want to know what was going on. Oh, okay. Let, let's let's figure this out. Thank you. First off, um, so a lot of people tweeted me that they can take their car. 
They can put it on the tire pressure setting as you scroll through the settings with yeah. the, usually the button on the left there. Yeah, these new cars got the menus. and Right. Everything. And if you leave it on that, then every time you start up the car, that will be sort of the default. That's where it'll stay. Yeah. Because we can do the time, the temp, or, or whatever. You can scroll through. So you just leave it on that. It'll do it. I then went to my car and have no idea how to get it onto that. There's a the little button on the left, and yeah. you can kind of scroll through, but I don't. there is no tire pressure that I can that I can see. Okay. And it's going to make me mad if I can't get there. No, I think it's there. Jack has it. Because I got people saying that they had a uh, 2011 Yukon, and they just put it on yeah. that, and they just keep it on that. Now, I'm, I'm pretty sure you have it. It might be in, like, vehicle settings, and then in some sort of, like, diagnostic or safety thing, but it's... I'm, I'm, I mean, you're making me nervous. Do you think you you're going to be able to there, find it? Yeah. All right, go do it right now. <laughs> well, it might take a couple minutes. But go do it. You want to do it right now? I'll handle a phone call. Okay. Go see if you can, see if you can figure it out. Because if you can, they don't make it easy. Okay, where's your car? It's just sitting right there. Okay. I think the keys are over there? Keys are always on the table. All right. I'll be right back. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> hey, this is good hot, this is hot pot. This is hot pot. Hot pot. Hot pot. So a lot of people tweeted and they said, here's what I got and here's the way I got it. And I would suggest your car and your wife's car, if that's a possibility, just put it on the tire pressure and leave it. Just mm-hmm. leave it there. To the shower knob of, uh, of your dashboard. Right. All right. Uh, Max Pata, what else you got? Uh, well, uh, some uh, some news that uh, was sent to us. This is from uh, Dallas. His name's Dallas. He's from San Clemente. Um, he says, hey, guys, just want to let you know, Adam's idea of having a chute system underneath your seat that returns lost items to the trunk has been copied and patented by Toyota. Oh, really? Yeah, so sorry, Ace Man. They, uh, they, they thought of it. I thought of this sort of seat gutter that ended up in a hopper in your trunk a million years ago on Loveline, it all kind of started about the time that it got fashionable to wear uh, sweatpants everywhere. And sweatpants, what's going on with the manufacturer's pants where sweatpants? They have pockets. They don't have zippers. Nope. And they, no one has been smart enough or forward-thinking enough to even put like a little Velcro tab or something on it. And some of them, when you put your hands in your pocket, realize there's no depth at all. The slit goes all the way down to like the bottom of the pocket. So Apple's paying them off. If, Get if, those iPhones to drop. You put the iPhones in your chapstick, keys, whatever Like you put in your pocket. When you climb into your car, it starts to all spill out down into the side and... The bolsters on cars are getting thick. There, they a lot of electronic seating stuff now with these, you know, corkscrew gears and stuff like that. You can't get your hand, and everything just slides down there, and it's the worst design ever. And I, I, I discovered this years and years ago on Loveline when I started wearing sweatpants around there. Every time, I, especially if you have a lower slung car and you get into a performance car, it all spills out. So I came up with this seat gutter idea. The other idea I love. I think it may be Toyota again. They put a built-in vacuum, like in the back of their minivan. That's brilliant. That's brilliant, yeah. right? Oh, I would love that. I think it's the a Toyota minivan, but but either way, all right. Someone's using my seat gutters. What else? Yeah. Uh, what else you got? Um, let's see. Also, I'm just gonna have to uh, go to the next question here. Okay, this is from David. And uh, he just has a question about uh, building an SCCA car. And he just wants to know, does the builder or racer provide a logbook, or does SCCA provide a logbook upon inspection of a competition car? Looks like he's trying to get into into the game here. Cars come with logbooks. I imagine when you sign up a car, you get a log logbook. So... I don't think the builder provides the logbook. I think SCCA provides a logbook. And then you it looks like a passport for the car. It's essentially just a passport for the car. And then every event has the date and the time and the Watkins Glen or wherever it is. And then a signature, you know, here's driven by and inspected. And, and I think some stuff about finishing order and qualifying and stuff like that. And then... That's the sort of dental records of the car. Some cars have it. 
some cars. It's been lost. I have some. I have one for Newman's 510 that he wrecked that doesn't really exist, but I have the logbook for it. Um, they usually have, uh, like, sometimes numbers and, and things like that. Uh, the German version of it is um, oh, the Schnufenglaffer. What is the, the German? I'll, I'll think of the German one when uh, when uh, Matt comes back. But uh, the German cars have their own sort of version of it. And then you have to go through it and kind of uh, sift through it. All right, you think Matt has been able to figure out how to get my tire pressure gauge on? He's been gone for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a little worried now. Look, whenever things go wrong for you, I don't. I don't question you. I mean, I uh, you know, I, I think there's something actually going on because it, and it's it's usually a one-off thing, like you know, like your weird electronic force field and things like that. So yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, wagon pass is the the German logbook is called the the wagon pass. I like that. Um, the uh, yeah, I will say it's like my Apple phone's going into the repair shop on uh, on tomorrow because my camera doesn't work right even though my phone's new and i've never dropped it and i've never had an issue with it and then i'm bringing my computer too because my computer kicks back to march of 2011 on the emails just on its own (laughs) just uh, it gets reset and then one morning i wake up and i open it up and i see these weird emails like Seth MacFarlane invites you to watch him as as Tavion, Fiddler of the Roof. And I go, he's doing Fiddler on the... Oh, 2011. <laughs> like, like, it's a weird thing. Like, you see these... You see emails from people you haven't worked with or talked to in six years. Oh, and reached it's, out. That's nice. And oh. it's weird. Yeah, you see their names, like, momentarily, you're back, and then you see it's 2011. That's what my uh, computer likes to do. All right. We'll see what's happening. Now, I feel like if Matt, who's very good around cars and controls, if he hasn't solved this riddle yet, then it's a bad design, right? I agree. Yeah, he's he's pretty smart. Because like, I'm certainly, that means I'm not doing it while I'm driving. Right. And I don't know why. I uh, Here's a bigger question. In life, why is there so much, why is there such a chasm in between, like, Look, on every other car, there's a button that's on the left that's on the turn indicator, and you can push it, and you can kind of scroll through your settings. Do you mm-hmm. want the time? Do you want do you want the odometer on there? Do you want the trip calculator on there? Why doesn't then the tire thing just pop up onto that one on every car that has it? Yeah, just well, it should come like when the user requests it. Right. Why? Oh, no, on this one, it's on the dash, and it's under diagnostics. And it's like, yeah, but why would I know that? Like, why? Okay. Go get, I think you should go get Matt. I think if it's been 10 minutes and he can't figure it out, then it may (laughs) not, it may not exist. And if it doesn't, I'm going to be pissed. But in the meantime, I'll make myself better with fresh and lean, man. You want to perform, you want to be your best physically and mentally. You got to give your body the proper fuel, just like we talk about with the cars, man. You got to put in the high octane fuel. How about you try a little fresh and lean? It's healthy. Uh, it's a meal delivery service established in 2010, makes meals to order from scratch with organic ingredients. The meals are packaged in vacuum sealed trays and delivered in a refrigerated box anywhere in the U.S. No prep, shopping, cooking, or cleaning up makes meals anywhere, and it's a, it can do it in a uh, freezable lunch bag. 15% off meal plans. You can check it out freshandlean.com slash carcast. Use the promo code carcast. Save the 15%. It's healthy. It's fresh. It's lean. Take care of your innards, man, and eat right, and let's not make a mess. That's freshandlean.com slash carcast. Promo code carcast for 15% off the meal plans. Good sponsors. Better product. Did you figure it out? Not yet. (laughs) What the F, when When you turn on the car, it checks tire pressure. But it doesn't display it. It says it's checking it. Yeah. So, so, so what about there. the guy with the 09 Yukon? That guy has, that guy can I, put his tire <laughs> pressure on his yeah. I was, screen. I was driving the McLaren the other day and that had it as well. And yeah, then, I'm uh, not worried about cars that are five <laughs> times as much. I'm worried about cars that I could get on eBay right yeah. now for under $6,000. Well, we know it's, it's checking tire pressure. So there has to be a way to display yeah, it. Yeah, but no, there does not have to be a way to display it. 
there, it's, it's checking seems, tire pressure, and yeah. then at some point something will pop up, and it'll say we got a tire pressure issue, and yes. you're left rear. With yeah, there'll be some alert that says so, but there I should don't be a want way to. That. I want thirty one pounds yeah. front right left back rear. You yeah. know, I want I want to be able to pop on something, see the poundage. I'm not. I don't think it's there. So I grabbed the book. Mm-hmm. And I looked up tire pressure, and it said it's under vehicle information, but your car says vehicle settings. I couldn't find information, but it says when you go to the tire setting and vehicle information, you could determine if you wanted PSI or whatever. Right. So Newton. Yeah. So, but units. I, yeah. But I couldn't find that. I was looking for that. But menu. You're, so you're, it's you there. Have, it's in the book. You have military training, and you worked at <laughs> Pep Boys. Yes. And we didn't have tire pressure monitoring when I worked at Pep Boys. You're but. a dutiful dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, you just went out there for 20 minutes and couldn't find jack squat. <laughs> because the menu that it was in the book wasn't, I couldn't find it on the display. Well, There's a difference between vehicle settings and vehicle information. All right. But, uh, I don't, you think that if you kept looking, eventually you could get that to display. Because it seems crazy that it doesn't it have doesn't. it. It doesn't. It doesn't have, I, remember, I got the Jag and I, I bought it, and we had it, and I said, uh, <laughs> I sign me up things. for Sirius XM, yeah. and they went, it's not in the car. It's not there. You got to get a separate unit and stick it to the top of the dash, and then they can run the wire outside the car to a yeah. to an antenna. And I said, oh, no, it's a brand new Jag. It's got to be yeah. set up for Sirius XM. It was not. So there's some holes in the game. I I, yeah. I like the car, but I I no longer believe that uh, everything has to have everything. There's plenty of stuff. Uh, let me give you an example. Well, tire pressure monitoring I think is mandatory on all new cars. That's a safety thing. Now the display that you're talking about. I want about, the display. I want to know how many pounds are in all four corners. Yeah, that's what I want because the problem with the monitoring is it'll let you know when things go a little south. Yeah, but not when stuff's five pounds down. I think it'll let you know when right. it's five plus pounds down, and I'd like to know when it's five pounds down. Yeah, we'll all get right. we'll get it solved after. You got to make a note, Maxipad. I, I will. Yeah. And uh, speaking of misters, just a, another just quick question for me: Did we ever track down your fire suit? <laughs> from, I don't think we've ever. If you'd like to know how my life works, you can uh, simply look no further than my fire suit, <laughs> which was um, we left Monterey with our uh, with our uh, head be- be- between our legs and our tail between our legs uh, because we did not get our race car that we showed up to get. Um, we had the trailer and everything else. Uh, we left and Rob was dispatched to get all the driving equipment out of Kenapa's race trailer and pack it up and throw it in the back of the truck right. with the empty trailer behind it and drive home. Yes. And Pounding then the whole way, when we got home, uh, there was the helmet and I think the driving bag, but there was no fire suit. And, uh, I said to Rob, where's the fire suit? And he said, uh, oh, yeah, that. Forgot that. The helmet was out. The fire, the bag was out. But the fire suit was on a hanger inside like a locker in the same okay. area. But you'd have to open the door. Or you'd have to know. You'd have to be robbed. Now, to be fair to Rob, the fire suit is uh, beige. And it's about the size of a, oh, wait a minute. It's red. And it's, it weighs 40 it's, pounds. It's and It's bright huge. red. And it's got your name on it. <laughs> right. So you would see it. You should, you should, the bag should feel yeah. a little empty or a little bit light without the fire suit in it. And with fire, we don't even put the fire suit in the bag half time. But anyway, Rob kind of screwed the pooch and Rob split. And right. then later on, I never say when I say pick up my race equipment, I don't stop and go and don't forget the fire suit. Like I don't, I don't do that. I just I, f- I feel like it falls under the heading, like the umbrella. I, I'm with you of equipment, but that goes. And then I say, all right, well, Tom, you're heading up north to go pick up the Porsche because the Porsche went home back to Kennepa's shop because we left a trailer open because we thought we were buying a TR6, but we weren't buying, we didn't buy a TR6, but it's too late. The 935 has been packed up and it's heading away from our shop. Right. And it's going to Kennepa's place. In which case, 
He's going to go back on literally Tuesday of the next week and drive up north and go pick up that car and bring it back. Yeah. And, and what's I, another 12-hour trip? And I say... <laughs> and gas and Good. Truck. And Rob, you dodged a bullet because you can pick up the fire suit when you get there. Yeah. As a matter of fact, make a list of things that we want, spare tires or roll bar that got taken out, whatever. Add fire suit to the list. And then when you're there picking up the car, go get the fire suit. And now I'm feeling pretty decent about my lot in life. And then Scott goes, uh, sorry. And then uh, Tom goes, and then Tom comes back. And then Tom says, uh, no fire suit. I say, where is the fire suit? He said, uh, your photographers took it. Right. Your cameraman yes. took the fire suit. That's what our guy Kenapa says. That's a weird and kind of a bold move to just take the fire suit. Yeah. But then I They were just like hired guns, right? Like a couple of Nate's hired guns. Yeah. And they're out here. And then I start thinking to myself, well, maybe they're heroes because maybe they found out that Rob had split with all the stuff and left the fire suit behind and then said, I'll take it back to L.A., but it's been a few days. Why didn't they? <laughs> yeah. pi- why didn't they piped up? Yeah, a and text, then, a little. Then, hey. as luck would have it, I saw one of the guys the next day or something. I said, "Anything about a fire suit? You got the fire suit?" Then they said, "Nope." And then I said, "Nate, send a message out to the photographers and and include Charles on this. Like any guy that may have been in our crew that may have grabbed this fire suit." Although Charles walks through a farmer's market, sees a brand muffin that looks like me and sends me a text while he's standing there. So I, I, don't, I don't think he's sitting on this fire suit and, not telling you, and others right. come up when it comes up. I get that text too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't he's, this look like Adam? He's pretty it's on, not even us. He's pretty on top of things. Yeah. So with that in mind, Starting to lose faith in Charles or the camera crew or whatever. Right. Now, I go to a dark place. The dark place I go to is some guy showed up with a with an orange vest on and just went, like, I'm just going to take Corolla's fire suit. Yeah. Like, I, the Kennepa guys will just Get hand Tom it Brady. to me. Yeah, I got Tom Brady. That thing's in deep Mexico by, by <laughs> yeah. now. He plays football. So, um, <laughs> I uh, he got a, he got a yeah. Super Bowl jersey yeah. stolen. Okay. So, yeah. So... I think there was some guy just put a vest on and walked up and took it, you right. know, or something like that. Right. That Premeditated, or they saw it hanging there, and they're like, hey, Corolla suit, I'm going to take that. I'm starting to have a dark thought. Let's just, we leave our helmets, the gloves, the suit. We leave everything everywhere. No one ever touches anything. But I thought, eh, maybe it's a Corolla suit. You know, maybe someone's just... Uh, by the way, I, I, t- I look at everything through the lens of the guy had a few Takatis, you know. Sure. And he's yeah. got a buzz going. He's yeah. going to grab something to laugh about when he gets home. <laughs> And now I'm thinking, and I don't like it because the fire suit to me is like it's like the iron skillet. You know, you got to work it in a little. You got to it's got to brine a little. You know, yeah. you got to you got to it's got to soak a little. Yeah. It's got it's got definitely a little. Wash it. It's yeah. definitely got to soak a little. <laughs> you don't want to walk. You walk up with a brand new fire suit. You look like a dude. You, you know, you look like some kind of greenhorn. You know, you yeah. got to have a little. Yeah, you, you gotta. It's gotta be worked in a little. Like, and I've worked it. You got a new fire suit. The other one caught fire. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's a legit story. story. <laughs> so I sort of like that fire suit, and I I've, uh, I've worn it for a lot of events and stuff like that. And it's I think it hey, was a Halloween costume. You give it to your kid one of these days, <laughs> you know. Uh, so now I'm starting to worry. Where is that fire suit? So then. Uh, I call Kenapa's guys again, and now I'm at a kind of a loss because they don't have it. They gave it away to a photographer or film crew. Right. Film crew guys don't have no idea what I'm talking about. Tom's there and back. Rob left it. Yeah. And now I'm basically out, 100% out of options. But don't worry, I've burnt a lot of mental calories <laughs> on this <laughs> sure. thing. And then at a certain point, just get an email from Kenneputh guys going, oh, yeah, we do have the, we have it. Yeah, we have it. Is it the red one with your name on it? Yeah. Because we're not sure. <laughs> and thank God <laughs> you didn't hand it to my guy who drove 400 miles from L.A. <laughs> right. We'll just FedEx it at my expense. So <laughs> that's what happened to it. And it is the kind of stuff I want to tell Rob, which is you, you see what happens when you miss something. You see when you don't, when you, you packed up, my equipment, yeah. except for the biggest, longest 
most crucial piece of this is this fire suit. And it was in a locker. And I'm sure the door was closed. But it was right there. You didn't get that. And that led to all of this. Yes. So please. a dozen people involved. Yes. Be a little more (laughs) thorough. All right. We we got a uh, car. And by the way, that. What you just heard is about 63% of my life, where I just say to everyone, are you sure? And they, people are willing to say anything and everything. Like, uh, yeah, photographer, your camera crew guys came up and collected it. Yeah. Like, I, where does that, where does that come from? And why are, why is everyone so willing to conjure things like like i will say to people all the time i don't know i have no idea like i i I, people don't like saying i don't know or i i have no idea where it is or you're on your own like they can't do it so they just like something we need a placeholder here and it's gonna be the other person then i'll just say i don't know because yeah yeah, i don't don't know that's the easy way where did they come up with we gave it to a camera guy so you went into the locker where it was and you pulled it off a hanger and you gave it to a of one of your crew, one of your photographers or camera guys? I one of my guys. Yeah. Like that, I'm saying like Canopus people are saying we gave it to one of your guys. So you gave it to one of the guys. They didn't go it, in and get it. They're like But it's a weird <laughs> thing to say you did when the reality was is the thing was just in the locker the whole time and you missed it. Like well, where yeah. did this where did the camera crew come from that's in what this I'm saying. entire that, equation? That's, that's the whole part of the story that just appeared out of nowhere. And then Adam has to create some sort of crazy alibi or like some story, <laughs> some backstory behind it just so it could somehow make sense. And there, there's, those are the mental calories. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> a little yeah. witch hunt. All right. You're, uh, you should get Geico. Oh, I should. I don't, I don't know if they cover driving suits, but I feel like you need insurance for this stuff. But uh, so Geico, it's uh, everybody's got a to-do list. You drop off your dry cleaning. You pick up some milk. You should add, save hundreds of dollars of car insurance to your list. And you don't have to pick up or drop off anything. Just go to Geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. You need some extra money in your pocket. This is the most rewarding to-do you do today. Go to Geico.com. All right, so you and Chris went to the Peterson Gala? Yeah, we got all fancy, oh, yeah. put on ties, clean underwear, the just whole deal. Another mm. car event where I really just had no business being there. <laughs> no way. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, to Chris's defense, his girlfriend is out of town. She's in like Spain or somewhere in Europe. He's like, I've got nothing to do. Let's go to the Peterson. <laughs> Free food, right? <laughs> Free food, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, our, our friends at Xbox and Forza Motorsport, they are one of the sponsors. They had a table there, and they... Gave us a call and said, come join us. Come eat dinner with us. Let's go to the event. It's going to be great. And Bobby Rahal and Dan and uh, Gurney and and Kenipa is there. And, of course, Bruce, My- Bruce Meyer is there because right. he's, he's got his whole thing. And then they open up the museum and you can walk around. It's super fancy. And it's the big fundraiser. So the tickets are, you know expensive it's like $1,500 a plate to do it. But it's, it's great. And James Wheels Corden. <laughs> yes, James Corden. <laughs> we just call him Wheels. I know Wheels. Wheels, yeah, but, uh, Wheels. He was there, and uh, he uh, he made some funnies. He told some jokes and uh, got the got the crowd fired up. And then uh, then they did an auction. Mm-hmm. You know, they you know all kinds of crazy rich white guy stuff. Like uh, you know, go go you know go sp- spend a week in Europe and drive the Nurburgring, and then also like tons of shopping for your wife because if she doesn't drive, like it, it, I love this place. I love this event because it's a bunch of sixty-five, seven-year-old dudes with thirty-nine-year-old wives. The only and, and the, yeah, everybody's dressed to the nines, and it looks great. The entertainment is always good. A couple years ago, they had like these shark disciplines kind of dancers going up and down the halls between the tables and jumping around. It was, they do a big event. Yeah, it's, it was, it was it's, it's the impressive. Oscars of car stuff. <laughs> I, you know, the, it's funny. The only time I ever bet, like, did one of those, got kind of sucked into the raising the paddle for the auction on the yeah. whatever stuff, because I've hosted a million things where I've done it, but... It's really cool, but it also started to freak me out a little bit. So um, it was like Dr. Drew's hillside, whatever, for the kids that are, you know, the, whatever, the, 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 the orphanage kids or whatever. And everyone's sitting around. And one of the things came up was is that 
combat, uh, aerial combat, flying the sort of stunt planes with the f- weird radar gun in it, and you okay. go out and have a dogfight with like another oh, like plane. laser tag with planes. Yeah, these guys have seen <laughs> these things. It's Matt, probably right up your alley. Look at they take these single engine prop planes, but they have a pretty good radius and they can take a good load on them, and they yeah. can you can do kind of combat. Uh, acrobatics and combat mm-hmm. and stuff with these it's not a jet plane but you simulate this whatever yeah, yeah. and i Sounds think fun yeah i think it's like a, a a tandem front seat and you know some guy probably takes it off and lands it for you but i think at some point they let you yeah grab the stick, grab keep the stick it steady, move, move, go a little left move, or right move the plane going, yeah. around a little and then i think you have like a sort of a dogfight or something up there yeah and uh like it sounded really cool and uh Somebody was like needling it. Come on, it's going to be good. And I was like, I raised the paddle and it's like $3,000. And then some other guy did it. And it started to go up. And I also, I started thinking, yeah, this is getting expensive. And then also, I don't know, am I going to get nauseous? Like, <laughs> what if this guy, you know, what yeah, if Ray gets the other plane? For free. And, I don't need that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and eventually some guy just outbid me. And I thought, good. Yeah. And that's basically my life. That was it? Yeah, These packages right. last night or Saturday night or whatever were oh, twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars And Bruce Meyer was up there doing it, too, and he knows everybody in the audience. So he's yeah. just calling people up he by name. He's just calling them by name and making them bid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like he put people on the spot. Yeah. He's like, you bid, you know? And, of course, you know, like we see Bo Bachman there because we see him everywhere. Right. And, uh, and it was it was big crowd. It was good. You know, Motor Trend guys were there and... I think car. I'm trying to think. Um, uh, you know what guys car guys are. Um, like, if you just said to me, "Hey, this pretty good crew I run with. They're mostly interpretive dance guys, but they're good group." Yeah. Like, I'd, I'd be like, uh, "They're what guys? <laughs> interpretive dance, but yeah. they're they're cool. They're, they're good hang." Like, I just feel like. I don't think I don't know if I want to hang with those guys. I don't know, but car guys are good hang guys. They're like they're 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 regular dudes. Yeah. They're usually there's 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 like reoccurring themes in car guys. They seem to be now there's always the outliers like the douchey guys with the bad loafers, the suede right, loafers right, right. and the big calves and the scars. They're just trying to prove something to somebody next to them. But the real car guys, they're usually self-made dudes. They're dudes who just they wanted to they wanted cars. Cars aren't cheap, and they loved cars, so they had to figure out a way to sell more siding, yeah. or more do more more chains of dry cleaners or like something in order to get their cars. Yeah, because I was going to say that they they all come from like a successful but wacky business, like and they and they're they're not afraid to tell you that story and it leads into a car story. How you doing? Been good. Been selling a lot of meatballs lately. Uh-huh. I just bought a McLaren F one. Yeah, right. You know, like that so they're, guy. They're kind of they're kind of businessy guys. They're kind of self. They're usually. I mean, I'm not saying some of them don't have rich dads, but I'm saying they're kind of get out and get their hustle on kind of guys. They, the guys have done stuff in business, and now, so I like that. Then there's part two, which is I like to enjoy myself. Like if if I made a bunch of money selling siding, yeah. I don't want to just sit around and s- stare at siding samples all day. I've made a bunch of money doing this, and now I want a gold wing Mercedes. Yeah, because that's the car I looked at when I was a kid. You know, so they have like that. These guys come in for this event. We saw Craig and Carolyn Jackson there, and they were having a great time, and Craig's dancing. Yeah, they're all dancing, dancing on the dance floor. <laughs> they like to get their booze and their buzz on, but yeah. they're not like sloppy drunk where they're yelling, you're not the boss of me, dude. <laughs> like, they're not that dude, but they still like Chris. to get, they're not uptight. <laughs> they like to get their buzz and their food on. They yeah. like doing, they like That's doing events. That's why I Ubered over. I was, just, right. I was a responsible adult. There was yeah. free wine flowing. It's a good, I uh, and I like most of the guys. Like, it's just a good, it's kind of a good dude yeah. group. What now, do we have, they're like, like duck? They're a little bit competitive sometimes, and they can be a little one-upsmanship yeah. or whatever, whatever, but that's all part of their drive. Like, they're, they they do want to compete, you know? Like, they want to get on that track, and they want to this and that. And Bruce Meyer counts on that when he's doing his auction. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he right. counts on it. My favorite move is, like, if someone would bid 30000 he point to another person. Would you do 30000 Because I'll give one to each of you. And then they both, and then he yeah. makes $60,000. I love that. <laughs> and you know, like, whoever provided the thing is going, I don't think we can do two. And he's like, for 30000 a piece. 
By the way, they don't get that money who's ever donated. Right. All those packages are donated. Right. Right. And all that money goes to the museum. So somebody just donated too. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, money, Optima Batteries booth, Tuesday, yeah. October 31st, 3.30 in the p.m. We're going to do like a uh, unveiling. Yeah. SEMA live. And uh, we're going to do a live podcast. Stick over around there. for a little autograph session. Come say hi. Tell yep. us about your cars. Mm-hmm. We love hearing that. We like your tweets, too. I, I love seeing you guys tweeting me. Somebody tweeted the uh, Nissan commercial from 1985. Yeah. This is Paul Newman winning in his Nissan. And like I, I like it. It's fun to watch. And it's fun. I, I'd probably seen it before, but it's still it's always nice to go back and look at if stuff. If anybody swings by the Phillips Gallery in New York, October 19th through 26th, Take some photos of the Porsche and the watch and tweet them. Yeah, please do that. Yeah, we'd love to see it. And if you're in the Brooklyn area, you can come by the King's Theater Wednesday, November 29th. Say hi to me and Dennis Prager. And also uh, Bakersfield and Oxnard coming up. Levity Live Sunday in uh, Oxnard, Sunday, November 12th. And then uh, Bakersfield is uh, October 26th, a little before that. And uh, you can say hi and check out all that good stuff. Support the show. Go to carcastshow.com. Click through our Amazon banner. You know what to do. Let's not forget about uh, Shift and Steer either, man. You want to check that out. And uh, you'll be at SEMA doing that at the Magnaflow uh, booth. 10 a.m. every day at SEMA. Every day, 10 a.m. So say hi. Come by. We always love it when people say hi. And chassis, two S's and a Y. Lots of new material coming out all the time over there. And get uh, get a Blu-ray of uh, winning. And uh, get another one of 24 Hour War, and we got lots of good stuff there. So, till next time, Adam Crow for Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea, saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit carcastshow.com.